welcome to the FYI Podcast. If you're listening to the latest episode where we talk about faith, life, and adulting, we are your hosts, Micah Keneally and... I'm Josiah Keneally. Thanks for sharing this episode with your friends. Reviews and ratings also help us, so please subscribe anywhere you're listening. And babe, we have an exciting announcement coming this May. What is it? First of all, you do not want to miss this. If you are 18 to 30 years old... We want to invite you to the Yah Weekend. It's a young adult weekend at Lake Geneva, May 13th through 15th of 2022. In person, y'all. Come on. And this is calling all young adults, like Micah said, ages 18 to 30. This will be at Lake Geneva Christian Center in Alexandria, Minnesota. We'll be joined by speaker Micah Mack, Zoe Worship, hosted by us, of course, and Minnesota Young Adults. Hey, let's start our summer off right and you can sign up at www.youngadults.today slash the dash weekend. Yeah, that's right. And Josiah, we know that you have the verse of the day. So what is the verse of the day? Today's verse of the day comes from Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 through 17, which says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are are evil therefore do not be foolish but understand what the lord's will is amen and we all want to understand the lord's will and if you're a continuous listener you know that every friday we unpack a question that's come in from one of you and today's question is simply this and also very complicated how do i manage my time oh great question oh my gosh and i think it ties in with the verse of the day perfectly actually because our goal is to you know, we get one shot on planet Earth. That's right. We want to live our lives for what matters most and at the same time make the most of every opportunity that God has given us. And I just want to start with a question for maybe the listener and a question for you, Micah. Okay. And that is this, like, has there ever been a time where you were overscheduled, overworked, overwhelmed, and what did that look like for you? (laughs) Well, I think... Any and all people are guilty of this, and if, they, if they're not, well, they might be someday. I would say yes, I have been guilty of overcommitting, overscheduling, and saying yes to everything during a season of trying to discover what God had for me, actually, and just starting out when I was 25 years old, I was interning. Um, full-time for a church. I was working uh, 40 hours with that internship and 20 hours, so 40 hours total um, with the church itself. But then I was also a personal trainer and fitness instructor in the early, early mornings and in the late evenings. So I was in just a season of literally working 17 hours a day. I would get up at 4.30 or 5 o'clock, had to be at boot camp by 5.30, and then I was gone until 10, 11 o'clock at night. And that was a season that God was doing phenomenal things. It was very fruitful. It was very exciting. It was inviting. But after three, four months, there's this thing called delayed stress <laughs> that really started to set in of just like, wow, I am running at such a pace that is not necessarily the most st- sustainable for me um, with everything going on. Try, like trying to hear the voice of God, trying to have a social life, having a personal life, having a work life. And that balance soon became to spiral out of control. And I, I just had to reach the end of myself. And we all know that when we reach the end of ourselves, we reach the beginning of who God is. And I would say I had to pull back on many things and lean into what God was saying. And I reached a point where God asked me, would you be willing to go back to school 
and would you be willing to study young adult ministry and leave everything you know in your hometown of where you're currently at give up your job at the gym give up your um you finish your internship so you completed that and head on to that next chapter and that's what i did i packed up and moved to minnesota leaving all things that i knew just being obedient but it was coming out of a very very busy season um and i had about three months to kind of just there was a lull in my life after I broke my foot trail running, actually. That's when God said, now you will sit still. And I literally, am I, I'm one that literally needs to sit still um, if I'm running at that pace to truly be in tune with what God's wanting to do. So I would say yes. So if you're listening to this and you're overbooking yourself, what things do you need to say yes to and what things do you need to say no to? Because not all things need a yes or no in the moment. Think about it. Pray about it. Process it. And... Yeah, I would just say you're human. If you're wrestling with this, you're human. But the yeses and the noes that we choose now affect our years down the road, but also eternity. So be mindful. I, I love it, Micah. And I think that one of the things that I've always heard said is this. It's said that um, you can either take a break or your body will make you take a break. Ooh. And I think that that's the way that, I mean, you were just talking about delayed stress. And that's a very real phenomenon mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that some of the listeners have probably experienced and I think mm -hmm. that our bodies are designed to work and to rest I think of how God created and he worked six days and then he took a seventh day as a rest and so we need this work rest rhythm in our life and you also talked about like you're human yeah because that's the thing like I'm not perfect I'm actually human you're not perfect means you're human Right. And the thing about being human is God doesn't call us human doings. We're actually human beings. And you know, one of the things that along with being, that really comes out of being a human being, not a human doing, is looking at our calendar. And I remember, similar to you, Micah, being a college student, full-time, working a job close to full-time. I was playing college baseball at the time. And I remember the only person I knew in my life who was busier than I was, was a guy by the name of Micah Mack. <laughs> and I asked Micah one day, I was like, hey, how do you do it? Like, how do you do it all? And he goes, one day at a time. And I think that we just heard Pastor Craig Rochelle said this, that we all tend to vastly overestimate what we can do in the short term, mm -hmm. but vastly underestimate what God can do in the long term. And that is really important to look at our schedule in advance. And I also love one of the things that Ann Hyatt says about time management. And she says that 20% of your time needs to be like free time or white space so that magic can happen. And I think that the way Jesus looks at this is he was almost all of his miracles came from an interruption. And so we need to have both the structured and the spontaneous. And Micah, I think one of the myths I used to believe was that structure would mean no fun and there'd be no room for spontaneous. But I think that it's actually just the opposite. Do you have any insight on this? Well, I think many times the type A personality is like, I'm going to schedule fun to have fun <laughs> and I think sometimes like you can lean into that and like we gotta laugh more we gotta have four more fun but we put this unnecessary pressure on us at times when it comes to scheduling and putting things together but Josiah and I have sat down and looked at our calendar and really have looked at 
fun can mean anything. It can be a, a family vacation. It can be a Friday night pizza party where technology is shut off for four to six hours. It can be family fun in a sense of like, we're going to go to your parents' house and we're going to bring lunch and just have a picnic in their backyard. We are going to plan once a week a dinner with us, our family or our friends or our neighbors or somebody that we just really want to, you know, lean into their life. And fun can mean a multitude of things. So I said, we just need to get creative and just have more fun and let loose. And unfortunately, most people look at Christians and think that we are stuffy people. (laughs) that don't have enough fun or that Christianity is not fun or that God is not fun or it's a bunch of rules. So I would just say always create space for fun and free time and spontaneity. Like I know what used to drive Josiah crazy is a Saturday morning. And once you get married, if you're single now, like talking to your future spouse before you get married about like, what does a Saturday morning look like for you? A fun Saturday morning for me when I was single was getting up early, um, doing a workout, cleaning the house, doing laundry, watching a Hallmark or watching you know something on the TV, having a pot of coffee, doing my devotions, and it looks different now. Was that fun? Yes. Um, for other people, if you're running in the form of burnout, like you think fun might be sleeping until 2 p.m. To me, that's not fun. But you have to define what is fun for you and what is an outlet that fills you up, that gives you joy, that keeps like helps you keep going and doing what you're doing if you're in a very busy season. And when you create space for fun, fun will happen. So that's what I would say to that. And that's how we've, I've, and we've kind of approached some things in life. But I know Josiah, you have literally for the last is it 10 years, written down your daily calendar and routine. And I would say, Pastor Doug Graham taught me this. If you don't take control over your calendar, somebody else will. And I think so many times as young adults and as people of maybe a lack of planning, if you're listening, like, I don't even have a planner. Maybe I should get one of those things called a calendar. Yeah, you probably should and stick with it because something or someone will hijack your calendar if you let it in your early years. You'll become 30 and wonder like, wow, why haven't I gotten to where I thought I would be by now? Why and why have I been spending my time this way? So the intentionality of living can be structured in a calendar to have fun, you know, but it's what you consider fun and what you fill that space with. So Josiah, you did something that I think many listeners probably have never done or maybe are interested in hearing of what you do and how you structure your week, your month, your specific calendar or hours, whatever you want to say. Definitely. Um, I am one who loves spontaneous. I'll give you some examples. I love it when one of my friends calls Hi. and says, hey, can you grab lunch today? I love that. That's one of my favorite things on the planet. I love it when a spontaneous trip to Israel comes up, like just happened in our life this past month where I had two hours to make a decision and I had two weeks notice to go to Israel for 10 days. Like I love the spontaneous, but in order to do that, I've actually had to get really disciplined with four types of rhythms. And so if you're wanting to say, how do I make the most of every opportunity? How do I live wisely? And how do I really like manage my time in a way that allows me to do what matters most and to prioritize the glory of God in my life and my schedule? I'd say it starts with four rhythms. The first is annual, like every year. 
The second is every month, monthly rhythm. The third is weekly, every week. And then the last is daily rhythms. And so I'm not saying this is perfect. I have a long way to go, but I found that there are some unique demands and disciplines on my life that people might ask, how do you and Micah host two weekly podcasts? How do you write books? How do you make time for weekly blogs? How do you preach and teach every week? How do you have time for one-on-one mentoring and discipleship and leadership as well as, you know, events like a conference or a weekend and all while being a husband and a dad. So this is what it's looked like for me. Um, Literally, like Micah said, every year for the past 10 years of my life, it's looked like this. I will make a um, weekly like schedule and I do it usually on Sunday nights and I look at my week upcoming for the week ahead. And if you want, I will actually upload, it says North Central University Student Success Center, MH Miller Hall 227. This came from a season of my life where I was at wit's end. I was overwhelmed and the closest to burnout I've ever probably experienced was about 10 years ago. And so every week since then, I've just made a both daily, comes from the weekly, and then I work one month at a time and a year. So every year, I buy an at-a-glance calendar and this goes month by month and I'll put things like birthdays, things like date nights, things like church, things like um, daily time spent with God or an exercise routine like discipline time in the gym, all these different priorities. And I try not to lead out of a place of balance where I'm trying to balance a lot of plates or juggle a lot of balls. I try to look at it like Stephen Covey says, big rocks. And so all that to say, I'm going to upload a document at www dot fyi-podcast.com that's what Mike and I use is our weekly calendar rhythm but from that um, I just really try to look at each day I can probably get done five or six things with some meetings with a workout with time with God I can probably in an average workday get five or six things done Maybe it's recording a podcast like this one. Maybe it's some phone calls or responding to emails. But I can usually work through about five or six. So what are my priority five or six that's not aimlessly scrolling through social media? But that's a daily rhythm. Then the weekly rhythm I talked about seven days at a time. Monthly things like maybe a getaway for Mike and I. Maybe a family vacation. Maybe a date night or time with friends. And then annually, like when are we going to take a week off? When are we going to work ahead on some projects so we're not behind? And so that's what it looks like for us to have those daily, weekly, monthly, and annual rhythms that include days off. Yeah, and I think that's a part of the discipline factor that we've we've leaned into. And the younger you are, and depending on what your responsibilities are, your disciplines will change and have to get maybe more strict, more rigid. Maybe you're not a person, you're like, I'm not even disciplined. I, you know, I'm... I'm never going to go off the calendar. You will probably reach a point in life, if you are truly living on mission, you will need some form of a calendar, whether you use your phone, whether you use a paper copy, whether you use an annual planner, whatever that is. Like You will at some point need to 
strap down <laughs> some guidelines and rules for yourself because you know your personality, you know your tendencies. And I think that's a big one is knowing your weaknesses when it comes to scrolling and social media and the lack of planning. Or maybe you're hungry for community and you're working 60 to 80 hours a week or you want to be married and you're like, I don't even know where to find somebody. Well, look at your calendar. Are you bogged down by so many things that you've taken on that maybe you're not supposed to be taking on? Or maybe you're in a season or you're coming to an end of a season where you can let some of those things drop in transition or like, hey, there's my exit ramp. Like I no longer need to fill in the blank and just create that space to be silent to be quiet, to be alone. I didn't say lonely, to be alone, to even hear your thoughts and process your thoughts and process your emotions. I think so many times we are we are so unaware of what our personal bodies and selves and souls are going through that we blame others along the way and we never can truly identify what is this source of frustration anger, disappointment. Like if you can pinpoint those things and get alone with yourself, that's a form of time that we can never get back, right? Time is something we can never get back and it's truly a gift from God. So disciplining our thoughts and our minds and our calendars and submitting them to God if you're a believer. I always invite God at, okay, Lord, here's the month of May coming up. What in the world do you want to do? Here's what we know we have kind of set in stone quote unquote, uh, but he can always disrupt the system, right? And he can disrupt the norm or what we call norm. And yeah, so I would just encourage you, like identify your weaknesses, identify those things in your life and what things do you need to add or change? If this is an overwhelming concept for you and you're like, Haha, my parents tell me where I have to go and what I have to do and where what we're going to eat. Well, maybe you are 16, 17, 18 years old, but in a few years, you're going to come to some decisions that you're going to need to know how to make, right? And I think those are all the process of adulting truly is understanding that your time is truly your own and how you spend it is going to be a reflection of what you value in the process of life. So, well, Micah, the reason I leaned into talking about calendar, whether it was daily rhythms, weekly, monthly, and annually, I found this, if I write it down, it gets done. If I put it on the calendar, it gets done. Let's say a friend comes up to me and calls me yesterday says hey send me some times that work for lunch for you unless I text him three times like we're not gonna get lunch ever right but if I do that then probably in the next two weeks we'll find a day that works for us to have lunch but one of the things that has helped me so much in now parenting and now marriage Mm -hmm. in these seasons of life Um, compared to my singleness is you've really helped me grow in the area of what am I saying yes to Mm. and what am I saying no to. So for the person who's discovering their values and growing in the discipline of growing their no so they can strengthen their yes, what insight have you have from God, from experiences, from even our life, our ministry, our marriage, our parenting, how do you strengthen your no so you can grow your yes? That's a great question. I will share, I used to be a yes person and a people pleaser. So if you're a people pleaser, you know what I'm saying. You can't, you feel like you can't say no. From anyone asking you out on a date, you say yes because you don't want to disappoint somebody. Well, you know what? It's okay to say no to an individual if you're not interested at all. It's okay to, um, process those yeses that are that are healthy 
that are going to benefit you, that are going to strengthen you as a person and your relationship with the Lord. And I think so many times when we filter through the yeses and nos in life, it's not like this cutthroat thing. Yes might mean yes one time, but maybe not again. No might be no, not here, not forever, you know? So just kind of processing those yeses and nos is important. How do we strengthen that? Oh, man. Be okay with missing out on things, I would say. And whoa, that was... Whoa, whoa. Say, <laughs> say that again. Be Learn to be okay to miss out on some things. I think we live in a day and age where we're willing to ghost or leave somebody hanging with something more enjoyable, more exciting, a different friend group or somebody reaches out and we say yes to them and we totally drop the ball and leave the other person hanging that we had plans with. And I think in those instances, I've had to say no to some fun, what I thought were fun things on a Friday night. And a Jeff Grinnell would be a, pers- pers- a person of... Um, living this out when he was a student at North Central University every Friday night he would go in his dorm and pray for his future spouse every single Friday night instead of going out with his friends going out to eat going to a movie he disciplined himself so much that he's like am I missing out on what God has for me no because I'm drawing closer to the heart of Christ and I'm praying for my future spouse and he fell madly in love with a girl that he married and since then she's passed and he's remarried but he has been a lucky man twice already with that so I would say there were seasons where I had to say no to some things that were not going to be a good influence on me that were going to draw me further away from the heart of Christ that made me wonder if I was going to miss out on something important or fun. But at the end of the day, you have to filter through, like Josiah said, what are your morals? What are your values? And I think we live in a day and age where we think, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? I would change that and be like, okay, as opportunities come, what do I have to offer? What can I bring to this conversation? And not that we have all the answers and we're like these super smart people sitting around the table, but we all have gifts and talents and abilities and we can be contributors and consumers. And if we know how to filter through those yeses and those no's and get over the fear of missing out, you can create opportunities for yourself and others along the way, you know? So oh I don't know if that really answers the question, oh my gosh, but my, my mind's it's, all over. <laughs> it's phenomenal. What I heard you say is more JOMO and less FOMO and what each of those mean. Those are real, by the way. What is if you, JOMO? If you Google JOMO, J-O-M-O is have the joy of missing out. Oh. So we want the listener and ourselves Ooh. to have more JOMO. Like, oh, I missed out. You know what? That's all right. I'm not going to be disappointed. I'm not going to compare, compete. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to actually have a joy of missing out. Instead, I want to have less FOMO, less fear yeah. of missing out, F-O-M-O. More Jomo, less FOMO. That's hilarious. I mean, and I'd even say going off of that, there were nights where I got asked to go out to hang out with some friends, go to a movie, do something fun that was truly godly, and there was no, there was nothing bad about it. But there's times that I said no because I was knowing that my body, my mind, my soul, my week had took a toll on me, and I had to step back, and I had to be like, you know what? I'm going to go to bed early and watch a movie by myself. It is okay to spend a night away from friends, away from technology, away from family, and just almost detox that evening. I'm just being like, I just need to be present, or I just need to just 
breathe and create that space space to breathe is far and few in between the more you hit the stages that you desire in life full-time job with travel getting married having children the list goes on and on so enjoy the white space if you don't have white space create white space and like a what like do you mean white space like on the calendar meaning nothing or like define white space for us i think there are two different approaches that i would take with white space white space would be an opportunity so say you get up super early and from 6 to 8 a.m as a parent you're like well nobody's up until nine or whatever your times are white space for me would be nothing on the calendar i don't pick up my phone And that is, I can work on a project. I can go in the garage. I can reorganize something. Something that fills me up and I didn't plan it. I'm like, oh my gosh, the opportunities are endless right now. What do I do? And what's going to fill me up? So I think that's a form of white space. Another form of white space would be, hey, not every single night of my calendar needs to be booked. And somebody taught us this in ministry when we were going through school, going through um, young adults and everything. And they simply said, if you are gone more than three or four nights a week, reconsider your yeses and your noes, especially if you have a family. So if your job calls you away four times a week away from your family, you're gone Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night till the week, like late hours, and you're working till nine, 10 o'clock. Wow. Like that takes away family meals. That takes away a lot of different things. So creating white space, Every single day with a two-hour block where you have nothing to do, but don't fill it with garbage. Fill it with something that's going to fill you up and be meaningful. And then white space could also just be time for you to think, time for you to reflect, time for you to actually rest in your workplace and take that 15-minute break that you get in the afternoon and in the morning. Get off your phone and don't make phone calls. Just sit and be, go for a walk, stretch your legs, have a face-to-face conversation or interaction with somebody else in the workplace like who might be doing the same thing. I don't know. That's what I think of when I think of white space is an opportunity to create or just be and not feel guilty doing it. I think that's what many people, I feel guilty not doing something. And I don't know. That's just what I would say. (laughs) And I think with, Micah, with just having what you said, I think we are of the generation that we have, um, I think at times, mistaken ourselves activity for productivity. That's good. Does that make sense? Like, what I mean is I think that, okay, I was active and I did this, 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 and this, or I was booked, and so the answer is more things on the calendar equals more productivity. Like if I fill my calendar, then I, it must have been important. And not every opportunity is created equal. Whether it's impact, whether it's income, whether it's just, um, you know, I, I look at like you could have been staying up till 2 a.m. playing video games or scrolling on TikTok on the For You page and you could have like been on social media and, and also or, or just binge watching something. And none of those things is necessarily inherently evil. It's just like, is that the same as a three-hour dinner with friends? Is that the same as working or launching a new website or listening for that white space and that still small voice to direct you in the way that you should go? So I think that one of the challenges that I would say is just take a day 
um, and maybe let your roommate or friends know, your parents, family, that you're all right. But maybe like we've done this, Micah, where we take a day off of technology and um, allow yourself, allow yourself, allow your being to be like mm-hmm. filled and renewed. Because I'd say if you're listening to this podcast episode and you're feeling overwhelmed, overworked, exhausted, overbooked and overscheduled, but underwhelmed in the process, like unfulfilled, I would say that like start with that calendar, start with evaluating what am I saying yes to, what am I saying no to, what fills my cup and what empties my cup. So your calendar, if you're an extrovert, might look different than your calendar if you're an introvert. And there's, there's not a wrong answer unless you're not Sabbathing unless you're not resting, unless you're not spending time with God and and journaling, praying, fasting, reading the scriptures, worshiping, going to church. Like these are values and priorities that transcend introvert and extrovert. And they transcend transcend occupation or role or job title um, or season of life. Like those are some of the the timeless treasures and principles. And so I think that's how we want to close today is I think, Micah, if you would just want to pray for the person to experience the peace, the grace, the mercy, and the rest if they are indeed overwhelmed and anxious. Yeah. Well, Father God, first of all, I just thank you for every single listener who has listened, who is going to listen, who feels overwhelmed or stuck stuck, or lonely or depressed or just feel like they've reached the end of themselves. I pray that you would just give them dreams and visions, understanding of what to say yes to and what to say no to, that you would just intervene on their behalf, that they would know that they are seen, that they are loved by you, that they are chosen. And Lord, I pray that they choose you in the process and they choose to surrender their calendar because the last thing we want to do is end up at the end of our life wondering what did we do with it. So Lord God, I just pray that you would just consume their calendars. Would you give them divine interruptions and speak to them? Them. If they've never heard your voice or felt your presence, Lord, I pray that you would just reveal yourself to them. If they've never opened up the word of God and they've never surrendered their lives to them, God, I pray for that they would say yes to you and get out of the driver's seat of their life and trust that you can truly bless them and you can control situations and circumstances that are out of our hands and out of our control as humans. So Lord God, We just pray that you bless every single young adult listening, that you'd go before them, come alongside them, and encourage them as they learn how to manage their time in life, but also with you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And I just want to say amen to that and at the same time go into a minute of overtime. As you were praying, I just sensed this in my heart. Like if, if you're tired, I think the great place to do is to rest and take a nap or to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Because parenting now has taught me a little bit of like <laughs> there's times where our daughters and we need them to sleep. And there's time where I think the holiest thing you can do is to get a good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. Start there. Also, like, are you drinking enough water? Are you having the proper nutrition and exercise? Did you go for a walk? Did you get out in nature? And then I just noticed that when my body and my spirit and my soul if one of them's out of sync, like I didn't get a good night's sleep, I'm going to feel it in every area of mm-hmm. life. And if I didn't 
eating proper nutrition or exercise or get outside or just spend time with God, though, like if any of those is out of sync, then my world is going to feel like it's collapsing. But once I kind of focus on some of those disciplines, um, every other area of life seems more productive and filled with hope. Yeah. That's definitely true, and I can attest to that as well. So if you're listening and you want to submit a question and you want us to unpack a portion of that, we would love for you to send it in. You can direct message us at FYI Podcast, and you can leave a rating, reviewing. We'd love for you to subscribe. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know what we can do, and we just pray that you have an awesome rest of your day. Happy Friday. Happy Friday.